Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Hi everybody, I'm Aisling Kelly, the Deputy Editor at FitPro. If you're a Group X instructor who works with children or you have a child yourself, my chat today with Karen Porter about mindfulness and children is definitely for you. Karen, thanks for joining the FitPro podcast. Thank you very much Firstly, for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Firstly, uh, do introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background. So as you said, I'm Karen Porter and as I say, thank you for having me here. My career started in the health and fitness industry probably 20 years ago now, so that will give you some indication of uh, my age. I studied sports science and began as a fitness trainer and a teacher. I then moved out on to, to work as a fitness manager in some of the big chain health clubs, working in David Lloyd Leisure and then Reebok Sports Club is where I had m- the majority of my work. After about eight eight, 10 years in in that sector, I actually moved to the Middle East in Qatar and I set up my own business, which was um, Body and Health by Design, which I'm still running to date. I was there for about 11 years and built up a highly successful business in fitness training and more recently mindset and, and life coaching. I think through this time, I learned so much. And within the last five years, with all that knowledge and training of fitness and mindset and work, I decided to train and, and put more of my work into the coaching side. Which So I trained as a life coach and an NL, NLP practitioner, which is neuro-linguistic programming. This also has included me being a mindfulness teacher, which I've also in the last couple of years uh, qualified as, and also a cognitive behavioural therapist, which is my most recent addition to qualifications. So I'm using all of that knowledge, work, experience and putting it into both fields, which is, is fantastic. I'm now back in the UK. I've been back in the UK for about 18 months in Kent and setting up the business. I've just bought my brand home and setting up Body and Health by Design in the UK and looking at schools in with mindset and also, of course, fitness training. I teach a lot of Pilates, which works beautifully in that area as well. So that's a little bit of background Thank for you. me. Great. So in terms of mindfulness with children, then what are the benefits and outcomes of, of practicing that with kids? Mindfulness with children has got so many benefits. It's, it's a really, it's a great technique and it's a great avenue to to work with it can help in so many ways and it really helps with emotional balance and it does this by allowing them to learn techniques and giving them tools to manage their emotions and to understand them practicing mindfulness with children as I say has got so many benefits but there's three in particular one it improves cognition which is their mental skills their attention their focus and their organizing skills Also, it improves their social skills, which obviously for all children and adults is crucial. And that includes behavior. They're they're learning to be caring because some children have that innately, but actually some don't. And to, to learn that and to teach it is fantastic. Also, the kindness. And in the UK, I've seen that uh, the hashtag be kind, which is quite a big hashtag to 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 look out for and it's a fantastic initiative hashtag be kind and also to teach respect and the other the other part of it is emotional awareness which I think for children is is just crucial becoming emotionally aware 
of of who they are, what they are, what's happening. Uh, and again, for adults as well. But to learn this early in life is so helpful and it can decrease anxiety. It helps with stress to manage stress, depression, and it can also really help to increase um, self-esteem. If these aspects of, of oneself and in particularly children can be focused on and then supported, then the ability to, for them to succeed and whatever that means to a person. And it can mean a lot of different things for people, but it can be increased. And happiness is, I think, I believe, generally believe that it's much easier to achieve. It can also be a huge support to teachers. You know, they have a very difficult job, teachers, at, at uh, some of the time. And their their prime job is to to teach academics. And I think the IQ can sometimes be overtaken by the EQ, which is emotional intelligence, and that is also crucial. So having that support layer and structure for the EQ is vital too. So working hand in hand instead of one outdoing the other. So being able to support teachers and teaching children, all of this is crucial for both of their success to teach for their success in academics and, of course, their emotional intelligence. So for Group X instructors who are listening today who work with children, what sort of games or activities could they use in their classes to bring some mindfulness into those classes? There's quite a bit that can be done, actually, and it's it's interesting. There's Obviously, it has to be very age appropriate, so looking at what ages that they're taking on board. And I've used several techniques, and there's there's loads of techniques out there, but mindfulness if we just if we just look at that is the basic human ability to be fully present and aware of where we are and what we are doing and then not to be overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us so it's it's helping to create that and to to encourage people to become and in particularly children to become more aware of where they are and what they're doing pairing this with physical activity allows children to focus more on what they're doing and and what their body is doing so doing having some activities in the class something like I use quite a lot for the younger person the younger child I do a something called superman or superwoman pose or superperson pose whichever they'd like to call it and it's getting children to move around and and then asking them and, and getting some getting them to really visualize what they're favorite superhero heroine person is and what that means to them and then so I put some music on get them to dance around get them to be active in any way they want to and then when the music stops they create that special pose or vision for themselves and it's fabulous they all come out with such different things so that's a great way of putting the two together so they're physically active then they stop and they get this really empowering position and it has a a direct impact on actually how they come across and the teacher will see this themselves in the in the stance in how their posture is aligned and and it's fabulous It's, it's it's a great one to see you can also do the heartbeat exercise, very, very simple to include in a class where you literally get children to put their hand on their chest once they've been physically active and to feel their heart pumping. Now, this encourages them to, one, be aware of where their heart is for a start and what it's doing and why it's doing it, but also to stop, be present and be aware, which is, again, what I said a few moments ago about what mindfulness actually is. And for them to feel that and to be still 
and to focus for a moment is is teaching them mindfulness and it's it's teaching them in a way that you know not a direct perhaps link to it but it's inadvertently teaching them and it's being able to to just stop and be present and with well any age really but even younger blowing bubbles is a is a great great activity for them to do so obviously in you know there's a little bit more to manage in that so you've got bubbles on the floor and you know you have to be aware of of, of what you're doing but being asking a child to stop and blow bubbles is increasing their lung capacity if it's taught in a way that really gets them to take deep breaths so you're managing their lung position and they're breathing for a start which is great in mindfulness but also then getting them to watch the bubbles and if you're getting them to watch the bubbles blow wherever they go in the room then they're stopping they're focusing they're being aware and they're being present and that is absolutely fundamentally what mindfulness is about is just getting them to focus on what's happening right there right now wonderful and does it actually help them to become fitter does it actually have any impact on the physical development of a child it absolutely does i mean those three exercises there obviously they've got physical changes happening so you can you've definitely got the lung capacity working you've got the heart rate working but mindfulness can have a positive impact on physical health certainly by improving cardiovascular issues it can lower blood pressure and it can also lower the resting heart rate which is great because you're using that system but it also can help to relieve any built-up muscle tension within the body so getting children to relax and using that breathing just settles them down and we know we know how much stress has an impact on our physical health so it's crucial that lowering stress can can help to alleviate so many physical symptoms and ailments that we don't want to have in in this day and age what would be one really good technique, like the, the one technique that children could use to combat stress if they were in a really stressful situation, like in, in an exam or something like that, and they thought, oh, you know, I just can't, I can't manage it. What could they do? What could they be taught to do? I get asked this a lot, and I think, and it sounds very simple, and it, and it's, and we probably all know it, but it really is effective, and it is literally to stop, to breathe, and just be present. And it, it does sound simple, but we I don't think we master it at the moment. And if we can if we can put more emphasis on the importance of that and teach children that if you can stop, we know what breathing and, and taking deep breaths. We know it has a physical change in our bodies. It slows our heart rate down. It slows our thinking down and it calms us down. So if children can adopt that and they can do it without even having to really, really try. So if they practice, 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 that that will then become second nature for them to to be able to do this. And it will help them so much. So obviously adults as well, it's great if you're if you're about to go and give a presentation or go and teach a a big class, you know, if you just stop and breathe. But for children to learn that as early as possible, which is why the blowing bubbles, I love that, because that really helps them to teach teach it in a very effective way. And children love bubbles, don't they? I know they love bubbles. <laughs> I love bubbles. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't love bubbles? Exactly. But children, children absolutely do love bubbles. So to getting something like that, which is so simple, 
but actually has huge benefits. And if it's used in the right way and with the right outlook and, and you're using it for a focus, then then the repercussions will be amazing. So I've got a one-year-old son. Can you share some really good techniques that I could do with him now and as he gets older, just in everyday life, just when we're going about our normal business on a regular basis, just to help him to grow up, um, you know, being able to cope with the stresses of life? Yeah, I, I think having a, well, a set time, or it doesn't even have to be a set time, but every single day, to be able to take notice of things that are happening around you, even at that age, and it's it's about designating five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever time that you have in a day, because we all, you know, we all have very different days. We all have very busy schedules in our lives. But at, at that age, you know, you're probably spending quite a bit of time with him. And to focus, the thing I love the most is being outside. I think that nature is a great great tool to use and it's it's going out with them and actually getting them to notice the birds the trees what's around them breathing because they can still breathe even at that young age taking them to making them take these deep breaths encouraging them to take these deep breaths and getting them to notice and not worrying about what's coming up next what are we doing next what are we doing next so actually just sitting walking but whatever we're doing is just being. So you can do that with no money. It doesn't have to have any kind of financial implication at all. And it's just simply noticing what's what's around you. And I think at that age, when you're when they're taking so much in, using nature or outside anything like that uh, it is a great tool. Fantastic. So if Group X instructors who work with children want to gain a better grasp of how to incorporate mindfulness into their classes, have you got any good resources that you can point them towards at all? Yeah, there's one that I use on a regular basis, which I I really believe is fantastic. And it's called um, the Big Life Journal. And you can find them on Facebook or you can email them. But I think most of them are online. But they've got some fabulous resources to use or just to to read about and it's all focused on children all age groups so from very young to teenagers and it's it's got some it's got some great material that you can incorporate but it's just got some very good information that I you know although I'm qualified in all these areas you, you never stop learning and I think being able to use that that and just read it you know on a daily basis weekly basis monthly basis whatever your interest is that's a very good one and of course there are you know there are places that you can go to to get qualified and to um, take this one step further if you if you wanted to there are many corporations that uh, organizations that that offer mindfulness for children mindfulness diplomas online or actually in person and they're they're very valuable they're really great to do and I think in this day and age if we can all become just a little bit more knowledgeable in this area and manage it ourselves and and teach it to our children, then the next generation is going to be far more equipped and resilient and have this growth mindset that that is so important to help them achieve whatever whatever they want to. It's a great aspiration. Let's hope so. <laughs> I'm going to hope hope that for my son. Karen, oh, thank sure. you. Thanks. I've really enjoyed our chat. 
And I want to thank you for your time today. It was great. Thank you very much. It was Thanks, a real Sarah. pleasure. Thank you. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and see you next time.